I do feel like sometimes I'm not like black enough or I'm not Hispanic enough. As a younger age, I've seen a lot that's going on. It's like you don't know what to do, so you start to lose breath because you're panicking, but you don't want to show that you're panicking. The more I got older, the more I like started caring about like what other people said and thought. Nobody can tell you who you are. I'm Keelan. This is my podcast, You Don't Know My Story. In today's world, we are judged by our appearance, the car we drive, our profession, and even our social media. Now, everyone has a story to tell in the path that follows. If we dig deeper, become more compassionate, we will leave this world a better place. We tell our stories and struggles all while building each other to be better. Okay, so yesterday I'm at work and I'm leaving work and some guy, because I be promoting my podcast at work too. So some guy I'm leaving and I'm thinking he's just kind of trying to talk to me. So he tapped me on the shoulder and I was like, oh, because we walking out. So I'm thinking he possibly just need to get need me to get out the way. So he's like, hey, you don't want the podcast, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, um, I'm like, you like it? He was like, no. You know, guys can be assholes. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? He was like, um, no, I'm just playing. It was cool. It was cool or whatever. I think the episodes need to be a little bit longer. And I do feel like, you know, guys, people love to want to get an opinion, but that's fine. You know, it's cool. So he was like, I think the episodes need to be a little bit longer. And I thought you was going to tell more about you. Oh, you want to know more about me. I'm a married woman. That's one. But I'm like, um, yeah, I said, you know, throughout each episode, I'm going to kind of like tell more and more about myself. And, you know, I'm getting there, you know, throughout each episode. So y'all let me know, because this is probably like the third time I heard that. So y'all let me know. If y'all want me to talk a little bit more about me and my life and my story. But I thought I was, you know, shedding light on other specific topics and stuff like that. And then inching a little bit more about me. But if y'all let me know if y'all really enjoyed that episode talking about me. Because that's one thing I love to do is talk about myself. So if y'all want me to kind of tell a little bit more about me and my life, I can give y'all a little bit more juice juice. But throughout each episode, you know, throughout each episode is going to happen. And I'll kind of give you a little bit more interest into my life and, you know, how... We kind of, I'm kind of like doing things on a day-to-day or whatever the case may be. If you, but you want to know more about me, y'all let me know. Comment, leave me a review down in the comments and say, yeah, Keila, we want to hear more about your life. And, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a let y'all in a little bit more. One episode, this episode that I'm doing, it is it's always dope. It's always amazing. I just think that it's so much power in speaking your truth and telling your story, especially because this platform you don't know my story. The name of it, you don't know my story in itself. It just speaks volumes because, like I always say, we don't know each other's story and the things that we go through. So I've been getting a lot of, like, uh, people that wanted to tell a story, which I'm very grateful and blessed to even know that people want to use me to tell their stories and on my platform. So, okay, so this episode is anxiety from our team's perspective. And I feel like I play, uh, I got some very important roles in my life, but being a stepmom is like one of the most important roles. And I know as a parent in itself is very hard. So imagine y'all being a stepmom. So um, one thing that, I mean, I don't think that I told too many people, but one thing that I can say that was like a motivation and a push for me to start a podcast was because, um, my stepkids, because I know that they deal with certain things and battles with certain situations. And I know that hopefully that they see me doing something like this and hopefully like it'll help them out in some, some sense, or even, um, 
the anxiety or the bre- depression part of it, I feel like that. Hopefully, you know, it kind of like dig a little bit deeper and help them maneuver through certain situations. So I remember a while ago, uh, me and my stepdaughter like, Kayla, we used to always have like conversations and talk about like, you know, being you know, yourself and regardless of who you're around or the things that she would battle, I would always kind of try to, you know, walk her through certain situations, tough situations. So today it is anxiety and depression from our team's perspective. And I feel like this conversation needs to be had, y'all, because us as adults, we feel that our kids have no worries, especially if we're doing everything right. Me and my fiance felt like, you know what, if we give our kids a better life as far as a better house or better clothes, better shoes, better education and things like that, then they would be fine and they wouldn't have things to worry about. But then life hit and it was just like teenagers, you know, y'all teenagers can be very disgusting. The teenagers, they, you know, they kind of take you through certain things and you don't really if you don't know the signs and you don't really look at certain things, you don't really know. So, um, you know, we got to a point where we, you know, we struggled at a point, but we got to a point where we were able to give them things that we really wanted to give them. But let's be honest, those things, they matter only to a certain extent because they still deal with their own anxiety, own depression, or, you know, the thoughts that play in their mind. Me, I always felt like, you know what, if y'all got this, y'all fine. Or, you know, y'all live in a certain type of lifestyle now, y'all fine. But it's not true. So today, I have three guests on, which is my stepdaughter, Kayla, and Natalie, and Kayla's best friend, Savannah. Savannah is 16, right, Savannah? 16. Uh, Kayla is 14. Natalie is 16. And this is going to be dope, y'all, because... We can honestly finally give our kids a voice if y'all don't give y'all kids a voice. Give our kids a voice to be able to be honest and say how it is that they feel, what it is that they're going through. And hopefully, what I know is going to help other kids and other parents because now we're opening up the topic and the door to kind of like, you know, like get certain things off our chest. So they thought they weren't going to do karaoke, y'all, but they doing karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they weren't doing it, but they doing it. So y'all, if y'all had a soundtrack to y'all life, what would it be? The soundtrack that I would use is Expectations by Wale. Yeah, Wale. Wale. Um, yeah. Okay, so y'all, do y'all think, this is my song too, y'all. This is, it, it hit, it hit <laughs> deeper, it hit on a deeper level. We would be in, in a car on car rides, y'all, and we would be just singing our hearts and our eyes out because I feel like everybody could connect to this. Okay, so y'all sing it. I was going to sing with y'all, but I'm just going to let y'all be out there. <laughs> She going to take over. <laughs> right. Okay, so. Of course you got the answers because you ain't the one that's in my position. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. I've been sweating through a lot of that's in my head now. A lot of that had me scared now. Don't you leave me here for dead now. I said I'm gonna sing with y'all. Look at you. <laughs> okay, so why why that song choice? What made y'all choose that song? Um, so the I'm gonna words. say first, yeah, I the relate to the really words a lot. Meaningful. Yeah, yeah. Like they are. Um Cause it is true. A lot of people got the answer. They just be like, "Oh, it must be easy." And da da da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're not in your position. They know. They like. It's more of like said than done. Yeah. So like a lot of people will sit there and be like, "Well, you don't have it that bad, and you don't have it da da da." Until they go through it, and then they're like, "Oh, you were right," or like you know. Yeah, that's true. I do. I do think that people. 
And with that song too, and the reason why I think y'all connect with it and I connect with it too is because people think that if they on the outside looking in, like you say, on the outside looking in, people think you got to figure it out or you're not going through the things that you are going through. And then in your mind, it's just like, you know, your mind can be your worst enemy. Honestly, your thoughts and, and everything can be your worst enemy. So when you listen to that song, to me, he says something else. It's another part in there that we really like. What is it? It's, it's towards the end and he be like, I don't know, but it's, it's that song, it hit different. I got to go back and I'm going to look at the lyrics, but it's another part. Okay, so the part that really oh my god it just resonates me with me when he say on oh god i got certain reasons to wear my head down you know so many people i feel like when he say that i'll be like oh my god you know <laughs> because it's true i just feel that he when he made that song he really did his thing but okay so back to the topic back to the reason why we are here is the anxiety that you guys deal with that us as parents we really don't we we've been through we've been there but kind of not been there because I feel like now we live in a different times with social media and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is more of a thing now. If we did have depression or we did deal with anxiety, it wasn't a name for it for us as teenagers. And I think now it's more of a thing. Okay, so do y'all feel like that y'all deal with anxiety or yeah, depression? Yeah. 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 Okay, so in what way? Like what way, Savannah, you first, what way do you feel like you deal with anxiety deal with it oh do you feel like that you you know like not deal with it but what way do you recognize or you know like in what ways do you have anxiety like it show up in certain ways like say our social anxiety or just you know anything I mean I just get very like starts to get hard to breathe and like I gotta tell myself like I'm gonna be okay like yeah and then I'm fine like you're you're like gonna be by yourself soon yeah 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 and what like when did it start like how did it happen when not start but like in what way did you feel that it's you know you started started to have it yeah started to come yeah it started to come as soon as i got like older like i started like realizing like like all the stuff that's like happened in my past yeah 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 i started building up and like the more stuff i'm noticing now yeah um it's just yeah, no, I get it. I, I understand it too. I I honestly get it because I think me, I don't know if I got anxiety, but I'm pretty sure I got anxiety. I never focus on like me myself, yeah. but I know that yeah. with all the traumatic experiences that I've been through, I know that it's triggering for me in a lot of ways too. Yeah. So, Kayla, what about you? Do you feel like you got anxiety? Yeah. In what way? Um like what do you mean? like in what way do you got anxiety like okay so because i know a little bit i know more about kayla not so much more about savannah but i want to know more about you savannah but more about kayla so one thing i can say i can i could be honest on here kids i can say like okay so um Kayla, years ago, Kayla had really bad anxiety because Kayla is a mixed girl, very pretty mixed girl. Um, if I can give you, because I always want to give like my listeners a, a a mental picture of what like you guys look like, you know, we trying to give mental pictures. So if I can associate you with like maybe like a somebody like in the limelight, I would say maybe I would say maybe uh, the closest I can get, I would say maybe like Zendaya, maybe. Like the closest because Zendaya is mixed. So, okay, okay, so Kayla is mixed, and you would think because she's a very beautiful girl and she has like this really cute curly hair, and so she's Hispanic and black. And, um, 
she resonated with, with both sides, but I think her mom is Hispanic and black too. But um, Kayla resonates more so kind of sometimes with like her style and things like that with black. So she would have anxiety because when she would go into like stores and things like that, like she would do her hair because she's really good at doing hair. So she would give herself braids and then, you know, people would, she would always be kind of like worried. People would be looking at her like she not black enough. And then I don't know if she ever dealt with it. Have you ever dealt with like, as far as like Hispanic wise, like that you wasn't Hispanic enough or you didn't, mm-hmm. you wasn't Hispanic enough. So it was like, you know, whenever we were going to stores and things like that, I can tell I, I sense that energy where it, she would kind of be like, you know, like if we was at home and she did her, she was to be so excited and so happy about it. And then she would just kind of be like, oh, shit, like you were going to the store. She kind of tense up. I'd be like, oh, my God, that girl's looking at me. And then I had to kind of like really speak life to her and say, oh, you know, like, and excuse my language, y'all, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to give me a little F-bomb. Sorry. I'd be like, fuck them. You know, like you are who you are. And if you walk around with your head held high and you, you be who you are, nobody else can tell you no different. So she dealt with that a lot. But, okay, back to your anxiety. So. So what do you feel? You feel well. Of course, you feel like you had anxiety. What did What did it stem from? Um, I mean, I mean, I kind of just told your story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it came from that. Like the as much like the more I got older, the more I like started caring about like what other people said and thought. And then it really started sinking in. Because at first, you know, I was just like, oh, like, you know, whatever, whatever. And then, like, I started realizing, like, more people kept saying the same thing. So then I'm like, I started to get worried. And I started to get more nervous. And I started to, like, you know. To believe I, it. Yeah, so I started to slowly believe it. And I finally started to believe it. And then, you know, it took over. So, yeah. Okay, what about you, Natalie? What did, what do you have? Do you feel like you battle with anxiety? Um, yeah. In what way? Like, well, let me rephrase that. It, like how? Like, it, like what? In what way? Like, how do you feel that you battle with it? Like, or why? If you can say why. I feel like I battle from it from my past. More towards as a younger age, I've seen a lot that's going on. And I understood a lot, so it caused me to mature more uh-huh. at a younger age. Mm-hmm. So understanding more of things. So when you're older now, like, you kind of, like, experience kind of the same thing. And it kind of gives you flashbacks. So it, like, causes, like, a panic. Uh-huh. Okay. I feel like it's like a cold chill. Mm-hmm. I feel like my anxiety comes from everything I've been through. So yeah. it kind of... Hits a little different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. So, wait, what do you feel like? So, okay. So, in y'all own words, if y'all can say like, say in a, okay, in a moment right now, you having an anxiety or a panic attack, and I'm only saying this too because maybe if other kids don't know it, and and they can kind of be like, oh, but well, that's what's happened to me. Mm-hmm. So, if say right now, y'all somewhere, something triggered y'all anxiety. What do we feel like? Like what what's happening what's to your body? Like? It kind of feels like a punch to the stomach. Yeah. Really? Like, it feels like... Like a shortness of breath, like you, yeah. you hit. And it's yeah. Like, it's like you don't know what to do, so you start to lose breath because you're panicking, but you don't want to show that you're panicking. So you fidget with stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like there's so many thoughts like going in your mind. Yeah, your, your mind is racing, and it's going so fast. And it's like 
It's yeah. kind of like you're in a horror movie. Yeah. Like, like you're so drawn into like not trying to like show everybody that you're panicking mm-hmm. to yeah. where like you're like just pasting like like you're moving fast like you're shaking you're doing a lot. Right. Yeah. Look at what's wrong with you, but like you know, wrong with you, you just yeah. have anxiety attack. So how do you how do you calm that down? Like when it happens, like how do you how do you kind of bring yourself back, center yourself? For me, I I mean, cause they only happen to me like a few times, but for me, like sometimes, like I just try to get up and try to go somewhere else where it's not a lot of people, and I can just like you know calm myself down and like you know. But half of the time, um, sometimes I get stuck and I just sit there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just stay because I, I feel like I can't move. I can't say nothing. I'm just like losing breath. I'm breathing like real heavy. And, you know, my throat is like just getting more tighter and tighter. And I'm just like, you know, sweating. Like my hands are sweating. I'm shaking. And so. Right. So so what do y'all feel like? What are y'all worries? Like, I don't want to make it seem like, because our worries as adults is different from y'all worries as kids. What are y'all worries that's like, it's kind of like, oh my God, you know, I got anxiety, I'm dealing with this, or, you know, even like the just, depression thing. Yeah, you just like worry about like what people think of you. Mm-hmm. Cause like, cause like, based off what people think of you, it's kind of what you think of yourself too. That's so true. That's yeah, so true. It's like hard when like people are like, like, say something bad about yourself, like, bad about you, and then, like, you start thinking it, too. Yes, they like, finally see it. Yeah, 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 they pick yeah. out. That is so true, and what I can say, too, is that, and I try to, like, I try to preach this and teach this a lot, especially, like, with, like, Kayla and stuff like that, but, like, words have power. Like, words definitely have power, and people can put these, like, spells on you, where it's not like, oh, I cast a spell on you, like, in the movies, but it's like, oh, I think of, I think this of you, and somebody can tell you something, and it can it can take you out throughout it can take it can follow you through your whole life but one thing i can say too is that now that i'm kind of knocking on 30 and i'm getting a little bit older is that i know that it's not true like people can think and of course i mean y'all gonna probably still have y'all certain preservations about yourself but nobody can tell you who you are nobody can be like you know what regardless and a lot of people do it too for their own you know, malicious reasons, hurt people, hurt people. Some people can be hurt and then they put it off on you and they be like, oh my God, you know what? Well, you ugly, you're dumb, you're this, you're that. So I think that too, it do be, honestly, people tell people tell you certain things that you believe it. Like me with my big forehead for so long, I, I always had a big forehead. I was always like, now this year alone has been my time where I've been like, you know what? F-bomb. Fuck that. I'm going to wear my forehead out because I feel like, you know, regardless of it, I'm beautiful. But for so long, I've been like, oh, my God, my forehead is so big. Because at a point when I was a kid, people were like, oh, my God, your forehead is big, you know. But now that I'm more coming into my own is that you got to kind of push out what other people say. Because nobody, at the end of the day, they got their own personal issues that they got going on. Hurt people, hurt people. And they want to they, project their hurt off onto you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, what else? What else the other things that y'all feel like that y'all kind of worry about? Like that what she said. Um my worries is that like if people like like for an example, let's say like I have an anxiety attack at school, right? And I'm in a classroom and then people start noticing it and then like some people they'll just be like, like, what's going on with her? And then it's like kind of like something that she can't take back because like once it happens, then people are gonna always like 
be like, oh my God, like now she, she's, she's weird. Like I seen her act like this and this, and they're not going to know because I mean, obviously can't say anything mm-hmm. or like sometimes they don't even care. They don't care enough to like ask you like, oh, are you okay? Or, oh, why were you acting like this? Like, are you fine? And then like, sometimes they just go based off of that. So like when somebody be like, oh yeah, you know, Michaela, then they're like, yeah and they'll be like oh yeah i seen her act like that da, 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 in class that's so weird and then like mm-hmm. the word the word kind of spreads and spreads and spreads and then it's like people are kind of like i don't want to be around her like yeah yeah, yeah so, that so you feel like that that's like one of your like worries like main thing too yeah what about you natalie um i say my worry is family hmm. I worry about failing so much that it gets like ahead of me I always try too hard mm-hmm. and push myself too hard to do something, to pass something. It's like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how how hard do y'all feel that it's being a teen and why? Do y'all feel like it's, it's easy? Do y'all feel like, you know, this is hard. I'm ready to be an adult. I mean... It's hard. It is hard. But it's hard. Imagine being an adult with these problems and many yeah. more problems. True. Since you're going to be by yourself. And, like, you don't, like, you're going on to this, like, big world, and you don't really know who to trust. That's true. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. True. I think I think it's hard. I mean, at first, I, I was like, oh, oh, my God, it's easy being a teenager. But I do, I do resonate with teens now. I think that it's hard, especially the world that we live in, because it's like, like I said, when we was younger, we didn't have we did have social media. I'm lying. I'm not that old. We had social media, but it wasn't it wasn't like Instagram. We had at the time we had like tagged MySpace and things mm-hmm. like that. But it was kind of like Instagram and stuff. But I do feel like that the pressure is like really on teens now because it's mm-hmm. like you expect it to be a certain way. You expect it to look a certain way. You go into high school. And I think back on my high school years when I was my very first year, I was in a predominantly black school. So it was a little bit. And not to put my people down, y'all, nothing like that. But being in a predominantly back school is a different type of experience. I'll say that it's a different type of experience. So when I switched over to a diverse high school, it was a little bit more lighter, a little bit more easier. But it would be, I think it's harder for teens, too, because as adults, we can try to find different type of resources Mm -hmm. or we can try to if we going through something, we can be like, you know what? I need to leave. I need to get a, I need to get a break. I need to do this and I need to do that. But as adult, as teenagers, y'all don't have the option. Y'all can't do that. Because you guys have like, like for an example, you guys got cars. You guys, you guys are like adults. You guys can do what you want. You guys can like go places without saying anything, stuff like that. You know, as teens, you can't really do that because, you know, sometimes your parents don't understand. So, like, yeah. they're like, no, why do you want to do that? Why, yeah. Where are you trying to go? And then That's not true. I, I, I agree. We definitely don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And then social media is a big thing now. It's really big. So, a lot of people and a lot of guys and girls put this picture. And a lot of girls are insecure now about themselves so going into high school I was very scared because I was like you know what if I'm not pretty enough what if I don't fit in what if da 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 and all that stuff and it's because social media is a big thing so it's like if you don't look a certain way then sometimes like as a girl you feel like that you're not gonna fit in that you're not gonna you're not pretty enough you know you know stuff like that so yeah so social media kind of plays a part in it Right. So, okay, I want to dig a little bit deeper back into your mixed girl problems because I think that that's so, it's so different. It's so different because we, okay, so 
black culture, I'll say this, we look at like mixed girls or like other races, which we love. I feel I feel like we love our culture. We mm-hmm. now we pick out the beautiful things in our culture, but it wasn't yeah. always like that. So with you being a mixed girl, I feel like that us black girls, we look at like the mixed girls is cute. You know, they don't got no problems. Like they got the good hair, you know, they got the good skin and things like that. I would have never guessed before I came in your life that mixed girl is mixed girl problems. That's like a thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, tell me more about that. Like the, the mixed girl thing, like your worries, your anxiety, you feeling like that you, you don't fit in, in certain aspects even your mom your mom my fiance she felt she told me too like you know I always had mixed girl problems like I always mm-hmm. felt like I didn't fit in with this I, I didn't fit in with the blacks I didn't fit in with the Hispanics so tell me more about that yeah so <clears throat> just like my mother said you know growing up as a kid I was always like I had light complexion um is that what it's called yeah yeah okay, so like if I was because you know I used to be in a school where it was a lot of Hispanics and blacks so my friends, they were Hispanic and black. There was me growing up. There was never no mixed girls that looked like me. Yeah, there was yeah, probably yeah. no mixed girls, but they were probably like older. Right. So when I would be like, you know, trying to hang with the black people in my head, I was so confused. I'm like, well, I'm not black because my skin color isn't dark. My skin color isn't dark. So like, you know, what am I? But I have their hair. So mm-hmm. then. I would go to the Hispanics and I'm like, well, I can't be Hispanic or like, you know, even if I, you know. You was like a black but your hair was different. Yeah, my hair was different. So I'm like, I never seen a Hispanic that had curly hair like mine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I was always like, you know, like kind of like. um, All over the place about it. Yeah, all over the place. And, you know, it kind of stuck like with me since I was like really little. So, you know, it was always like something I was like wondering, you know, I was always confused about. So then, you know, I just, you know, I mean, it still stuck with me and it still does sometimes. But do you feel like that you still battle with it? Like with, you know, like fitting in or feeling like you're not Hispanic enough or black enough? Or do you feel like how do you feel? Yeah, some. Yeah, I do feel like sometimes I'm not like black enough or I'm not Hispanic enough. So sometimes I try to level it out, you know, but I mean, I stopped caring a little That's bit. That's a thing. Yeah, I stopped caring, um, you know, but it is still some people that, you know, tell me, like, what are you? What are you? Or, like, sometimes the, some it's some people they'll be, like, you know, nice about it. Sometimes they'll be rude people. Yeah, Or they'll yeah. still tell me, like, why do you try to act black or yeah. why do you try to act And that's this a thing. Way? And it is a thing. And I'm like, I mean, it was a thing. It was really big on me last, you know, last time. But um, last time as in when, like last year? Um, last time as in like, yeah, like a year or two ago. Yeah. When it was like, when I was really insecure about it. Um, yeah. Um, so now do you feel like, you do you feel more comfortable at the, the stage? Because at first you had really bad anxiety about it. Do you yeah. feel like you're a little bit more like, okay, I am who I am? Yeah, because, <clears throat> so let me say this. So. I think I'm more like comfortable with my. <laughs> I think I'm more comfortable with myself now than I was, you know, before. Like growing up in Chicago, that's when it kind of started. Like you know, people was like saying those kind of things and you know, like being really rude about stuff like that. So then when I came to you know here when we moved here, 
then like a lot of people, I started noticing a lot of people was like, you're so beautiful, like your hair, your light skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, I was like, what? Like you, like you guys, <laughs> you think that? I was like, what do you guys think so? Because I was so used to people always being like, like, why do you look like that? What are you? Are you even black? Are you yeah. even like, why do you perm your hair? Like, you know, like all these crazy questions. And then when I came to the school, a lot of people was complimenting me. They're like, you're so pretty. Like, like. Uh, and then it was a lot of girls, you know, it still is a lot of girls that, like, hate me for some reason. I don't, I don't yeah, really know. Yeah, yeah. But they're, like, they always have that, like, just disgusting attitude for no reason because they think I have it good. Like, it's girls out there that yeah. really do think I have it good. They're, like, they were, like, um, like, I'll be in the bathroom with Savannah, right? And then I'll be, like, talking or whatever. And it's, like, sometimes some girls would be, like, well, how do you have it bad and you look like that? And I know yeah. it's girls that think that. They're, like... You're so pretty, and all the boys want you. How do you have it bad? Like, literally, yeah. everybody likes you. Everybody wants you. Everybody did it out. And it's, yeah. it's not true. Yeah, and, and that's... It's that, ca- it comes with problems. And I thought it was going to solve them, but it comes with more problems. That is so I true. I think because you look at, like, y'all some good-looking kids. So you look at y'all, and you be like, oh, my God. You know, you... I think it's more so of a jealousy thing. Mm-hmm. You got to... I know I probably would have looked at it, too, like... Well, what do you have to worry about? You know, mm-hmm. but honestly, people don't realize that you have a lot to worry about. And sometimes the way that people look at you, you don't look at yourself. Say if people look at you like, oh, my God, you look so cute or whatever the case may be. In your mind, you may have certain insecurities and things about yourself that you don't feel. So I get Yeah. And that so. was the, that was the thing that like the stuff I was so insecure about was the the most stuff that I was getting compliments about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really boosted me up. And then, you know, that's how I got my confidence now, because I was just so I was like wow like yeah. people really think like I'm pretty people really like like the way I look and yeah. like my insecurities so yeah true and then I, I think that I think too though I think that and that's a good thing that's a really good thing because I know if I if I know I'm the same way somebody be like if I don't like something they be like I like it and I'll be like oh you like it you think so <laughs> you know but yeah. I do think that we got to get to a point too where it's not even if people don't tell us, you know what? Oh my God, you're beautiful. Or, oh my God, I love your head texture. I think that we have to get to a point too where it's like, I know I'm I'm beautiful. Regardless mm-hmm. of we things gonna change. Nothing is gonna stay the same. One day we gonna we we are ourselves biggest enemies. So certain yeah. days we gonna be like, oh my God, I'm so beautiful. Certain days we gonna be like. Oh my God, I'm ugly or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But that's honestly the thoughts in your mind. So you just gotta kind of love yourself through your imperfection and the things that you're going through. But Back to the anxiety thing. So how do you feel as parents? Because we be so lost in the sauce. We just recently, oh my God, y'all, it was Mercury Retrograde. If y'all don't know what Mercury Retrograde is, I barely know what it is, but I know it's when people get to acting crazy. So it just ended on October 18th and it was for like a month. I want to say it was for like a month. It was for like a month. So in my house, it was chaotic we got three teenagers and they all around the same ages so it was just like crazy i'm like oh my god i cannot wait for this to end because it was terrible so how do you do y'all think that as parents that we can be a little bit more understanding to the things that y'all go through y'all anxiety and the things like that don't throw stuff into our face like what for instance i'm I had a family member who threw a lot into my face. They'd be like, why do you feel like that? Why do, you, why do you act like that? You have a nice house. You have nice clothes, nice shoes. Like, you have food. Like, you have no reason to feel like that at mm-hmm. all. But it's like, 
it's kind of like a hurtful feeling because like you don't know why you feel like that. Mm-hmm. You don't know mm-hmm. what's the reason behind it. So for you, is is not to not to not to name things. If you feel in a way, you feel in a way, and not to name things to say you have this, you have that because your feelings yeah. is valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, it's like for an instance, like. You know how some parents go off as, I went through it way worse than you. You shouldn't even have to feel like that. I put too much in for you to feel like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. And it kind of makes you feel like bad. It makes you, you feel, feel like, like, like you shouldn't you feel, feel like, like how you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that okay. That you feel like that. Like, you don't deserve to feel this way. Mm-hmm. So it makes you feel like your feelings don't matter, that you should just push them aside. And it only... And it only just builds them up even more and it makes you ball them up. And that's why that's why we kind of act the way we act, because a lot of people think like, oh, you know, you're just being disrespectful. And it's like if you take so much from like so much and it just balls up, balls up, balls up, you just get to a point where you just like you just. I think, yeah, I think if parents actually like look at their teens and really pay attention to them. The way they act says everything about them. Yeah. Yeah, so teens, I say I go off. The way I act is the way I feel. Mm-hmm. So when I act disrespectful, I feel bad about myself. Yeah, yeah. So so you feel like that your emotions is coming out? Your yeah. emotions come out as actions. Right. What about you, Savannah? What, how do you think that, like, as parents, we can kind of be a little bit more compact? Well, I was compassionate. But a little bit more, like, you know, easy as far as, like, you know, when y'all going through certain things that we're not aware of. I mean, like what Natalie and Kayla said, you really do need to watch what you say to your kids. Because mm-hmm. that will, like, carry with them throughout your, their whole life. And In you, you, as a parent, you, like, forget that you said that. And they're going to be like, oh, I didn't say that. And, like, make you feel stupid. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, parents just need to, like, like watch out more and like be more careful before it's like too late or whatever yeah yeah i mm-hmm. i can see that because i think i know that we get to a point as parents we get and i'm speaking for you know me and your mom but we get to a point as parents where we just get we kind of get frustrated with certain situations and we just be like oh my god you know like well why is it like this a why you know because if y'all I mean, our energy feed off each other because energy is real. So then if we see something or we just, we feel like as parents, we just trying to do the best that we can and not thinking of what it is that y'all possibly is going through. Like, for example, um, I'm not going to go into like detail, detail, y'all, because I can't be telling y'all a lot of business. But, <laughs> <laughs> but recently, um, me and Natalie, me and Natalie, we we typically have a good relationship, but we just, it was just this one week, it was, I'm telling y'all, it was this Mercury retrograde stuff. <laughs> it was just some stuff going on in this house. So me and Natalie had like this little like falling out and we had like this really big blow up and argument and things like that. And I can see how, I approached the situation wrong as a parent because she was in a room and she, the dog was like, make a long story short, I tell long stories. So the dog was like knocking on the door basically. In other words, we got a little weird dog. He was scratching on the door <laughs> trying to get in. So Natalie came out and Natalie, she's usually a respectful kid. She don't, you know, she don't go overboard, but Natalie, the dog would not stop. He kept scratching, scratching, scratching. So I'm like, oh. and I'm trying to record. So I'm like, would you stop, Chase? So Natalie finally came out and was like, I'm finna drop an F bomb, y'all. I'm just, I'm just preparing for y'all. Every time I'm finna drop, like, 
<laughs> so Natalie was like, get the fuck away from my door. So I'm like, Natalie, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so I'm like, Natalie, what's wrong with you? Like, what's up? So Natalie was kind of like, nothing, nothing, you know. So make long story short, so she was in there crying. And then I opened the door. I invaded her space, of course, and I opened the door and I was like, Natalie, was wrong too? So Natalie kind of pushed back on the door and was like, nothing, leave me alone. Natalie never talks to me like that. So I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? So she like kind of like destroyed her room a little bit. She was crying. My fiance was at work, so it was just me here. So I was just like, I don't know what's going on with this kid. <laughs> if you need to go outside and get you some little air and do some little teenage stuff, y'all know what I mean. Do some little teenage stuff to do that, but don't be in here like dragging our house apart. So finally, she came upstairs and we had talked. But at first, I was so pissed off at her because I was like, damn, Natalie, why would you talk to me like that? It was me taking it more so personal than knowing, you know, the anxiety thing come out. I say this, the anxiety and depression thing, I feel like it was showing that night. So at me, it was more, I was more so prideful, like, you're not going to talk to me like that. Like, don't talk to me like that. You know, whatever the case may be. And we still had like kind of like a little falling out this whole week. But it was just me approaching a situation in a way that... I felt like I should have approached the situation. I know that we parent, and I know this now. I didn't know this before, but when y'all get older and y'all become parents, y'all going to realize it too. We parent the way that we was parented, whether it was right or wrong. Like, you know, in our day and age, we might have felt like it was wrong, and it possibly was wrong, but we parent the way that we parent. So your mom... Y'all mom was the one that was to me like, okay, babe, you have to approach the situation. And I was like... No, like that's not how you how it works, you know, because we parent the way that we parents so we always think, well, this is the way that it's supposed to be done. But I know that in that moment as a parent, like when I ask the question, how do we approach certain situations in a in a different way? Because in that moment as a parent, I I was parenting like how I was parented. So it was like I approached I know I approached the situation wrong, possibly, or possibly right, because I feel like I'm a really good person and I, I handle situations right. But that one situation, it was just like that Mercury retrograde, it was turning the house upside down. <laughs> so yeah, but um yeah, so how to say this that's how y'all think y'all think that if we kind of not throw things in y'all face we kind of be mindful of the things that we say when we talk to y'all how do y'all feel like that do y'all feel like that it's any type of way as parents that we can help with anxiety or the things that y'all deal with as far as like maybe opening up opening up ourselves a little bit more to be more easier to talk um, to yeah actually like instead of like you know how your kids come home they be like they're in a good mood. They, like, want to talk to you. And more towards, they're like, oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you kind of blow them off. You're cooking. You're cleaning. You're doing something. You're blowing them off. They want to tell you about their day. Like, very nonchalant. More towards, like, my mom. My mom is very... She shows her love through cooking and cleaning. That's yeah. her way of showing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And it's not to... a bad thing. It's really not a bad thing. No, it's Sometimes not. they can come off as this my mom has trouble communicating. Like, she communicates, but she has, like, a rough time doing it because she's not a person to talk about it. Mm-hmm. She kind of, like, cooks and cleans for you and shows that, okay, I love you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was, and like I said, we parented the way that we was parented. So mm-hmm. that was probably her that's thing, too. Yeah, yeah, and then that's why sometimes, like, 
that's why sometimes I don't really try to come at my mom like you know sideways or try to be like well why is she acting like that you know I don't try to do that because I know that my grandma probably like that's how she was raised yeah and that's yeah, how, yeah so that's why and I never doing a no I'm sorry go ahead yeah so that's why I never <clears throat> tried to sit up there and like you know try to like why does she always do that and you know I don't mm-hmm. try to put the blame on her because that's how she was raised that's how you know yeah that's true so, and then I, I, I do think that I didn't notice until I became an adult. I didn't realize it that as parents, and it's the honest to God truth, we only doing the, the best that we know how. Mm-hmm. And it's no rule book, it's no handbook to being a parent. I mean, we it's make not. mistakes. And I feel like that the, the only is the epitome of being a good parent is just trying to do the best that you can for your kids. That's mm-hmm. it. But, you know, at times it's going to be where y'all hate us. At times it's going to be where y'all love us. But we only doing the best that we possibly can. So, I'm, yeah. I think parents should understand that their words hurt. Like, because yeah. some parents so are so hurts. angry, where like they're just like they just say that what comes. Yeah, out. sometimes they say and because of anger. it lives with you. Like mm-hmm. I promise you, because your parents, to teens, your parents, they might not show it, but you're their biggest world. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you say, whatever you do matters. Like if you think this of us, that's the way we're gonna think of us. Cause yeah, 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 we don't know different. Because if your mom sees you like that, that's how you're going to see yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you say you're a failure, you don't do this right, you don't do this, you can't do this, it's like, that's what you're going to see yourself. That's what you're going to hold until you're, like, 20, 30. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Until I you agree. finally, yeah. like, wake up and see, like, okay, she said this out of anger. I'm not going to let this control my whole life and have me see myself like that. True. Mm-hmm. That's what I said too, like with the 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 spills, like, and I read it, and only how I know that is that I read it in a book. It was called the Four Agreements, and it's it they talk about how like the power in the tongue and the power in words, mm-hmm. which is it's so true. When you when I read it, I'm like, what's it was crap is this? They talking about power in the tongue, or you know, words can be spills, but it's true, like. For example, if you feel like one day you looking your best, like you look good and, you know, you feeling good and then somebody comes to you and it could be a random person and they could just be saying it out of hurt. They can they probably possibly think that you look good, but they, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And they'd be like, oh, my God, you look so ugly today. And you take that and you walk around like the rest of the day with this insecurity. So words do have power. So I do agree. It's certain us as parents, we do have to be more particular like with our words and how we deal with certain situations and kind of understanding anxiety so okay so say if it was a person right now listening to the podcast and they have kids and they want to they don't typically know that their kids have anxiety how could they how could they see it how can they kind of pick it up and be like oh my god that's what they got i mean if you pay more attention to your kid ask them but like like ask them just like what's wrong. Like, but, right, like but what don't get they, too into yeah, like, business. Yeah, like like sometimes some kids they they like to. It's some teens they like to just like not put their like you know like not be like bold about it. Sometimes yeah. they don't like to say it. They don't like like for an example, even if their parents, because I know there is like parents out there that do like honestly be like you know what's wrong, what's wrong, like are you okay? Like you know making sure checking up on them and stuff like that. What if they like, what if the kids don't? What if the kids be like, I'm fine. Like, yeah, how, they don't how can they, about it. How could they see it in the signs? Like in the actions, signs? I feel like this is what I'm going to say. And then you guys can say, like, what y'all feel. So I feel like, as for me, the signs that will pop up, this coming from me, is that, you know, they, they don't like to be, like, for an example, if you, like, 
if you're like saying like you're gonna go somewhere with I with family, let's say that, mm-hmm. and they kind of like try to like you know try to be left alone, kind of mm-hmm. like sometimes they like to be left alone. They like to be like they like to be in the room a lot. Mm-hmm. They don't come out the room. You know sometimes. Um, it can come from like sometimes like eating like they're like oh mm-hmm. yeah no I'm not really hungry or no I don't really you know like they they kind of do that kind of thing mm-hmm. that's where I kind of feel like, like where they summarize like they try to make an excuse for why they're not gonna come out yeah and I say it's like mm-hmm. that's a sign of social anxiety for sure right there right right or like, and, or like insecurities or like, I know it's not about insecurities but like oh no but it is it is I think is. They, they all kind of oh, tie in together. Okay. And, okay. like, they don't want to, like, do anything like they wanted to do before. And, like, but, like yeah. your yeah. parents notice that, mm-hmm. but they they just they just go off on you and be like, oh, why are you like that? You used to be, like, so, like, like such a good kid, and you used to have so much fun with me. Now you just want to sit in your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You just want to hang out with your, your friends that... Because like, they kind of get you feel, more. Yeah. Yeah, because... More, yeah. Make you feel a different type of way mm-hmm. than, like, your parent does. That's true. I can see that. I so, can see that. it's a bad feeling. Because, like, you know how, like, you, your parents, like, you used to hang out with me. We used to go out, have fun, do this, do that. And now, like, getting a teenage year. Yeah, like, the teenage year. And now, now, cool now they try to, no to like, more. point out the bad. They're like, I'm not cool kinda. enough for you no more. And it's I like, think- it's still cool. It's just, like... Sometimes you know we want to spend time yeah. with friends, and and the thing is, and I always say like, and I just be joking, but I be like halfway serious, and I be like, teenagers disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. but but I think you just like yeah, I know, but that. not like disgusted, like nasty, like disgusted, like oh my god, because easy, they it's a little bit more easier when when kids is younger, but when they get to that teenage stage and the hormones, they going through growing pains, the hormones are changing, and it's mm-hmm. different, and I think that. Two is like we don't we we all go through it because we got to get to adulthood, but we don't really remember and we don't understand. You know, like once y'all start getting to a point where y'all want to do what y'all want to do, and you know y'all got y'all kind of get grown into y'all own personalities, it'd be like, you know, it just be like terrible. So I get it though. I think I understand a little bit more, especially from this conversation of like how y'all feel and you know the reason why y'all feel the way y'all feel. Do y'all feel that um, anxiety ever stop y'all? Like as far as like being great like doing certain yeah yeah Yeah. most definitely really yeah yeah the honest truth i let my anxiety get in the way of me playing basketball this year like i said i was too tired i said i was too fat right honestly y'all she's like 100 pounds soaking wet (laughs) but like honestly i just made an excuse saying i was just lazy i'll do it next year yeah honestly the honest truth and why i didn't play was i felt like I probably wouldn't be good enough. Yeah. They're practicing already. They know what to do. They know what to do. That's what like, I, they know everything. I'm like new. And I say I had a lot of anxiety coming to the school, moving. That's true. Especially moving. True. I'm literally crying while you're playing sad music while we're leaving the house. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. it was very sad. It was it's very like emotional. moving was the biggest step. Yeah. That was the most biggest step that, like, like, ever. That was huge. It was huge. It was a huge thing. And it was different, but then I think that with that, too, because y'all gonna have many more big steps that y'all gotta take throughout life. I I think that y'all should understand more so now because we have moved. It'll be a year next month. Mm -hmm. So I think that now y'all should see and take that and kind of really, like, sit with that, the fact that, that was the biggest thing that y'all probably ever did and it didn't break y'all. I think that it's, it's 
great things on the other side of fear. We fear so much and we feel like, you know what? I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. And that fear, we are taught that fear is like when you feel that feeling of fear, because we all know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to go there. I'm not going to touch that. But then once you step on the other side of fear, it's something that's waiting that's so much more better as far as like, look where we at now. Like we've been here for a year now. And, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all still miss Chicago and things like that. But yeah. it's, you know, it's just that it's not as bad as y'all thought it was gonna be you know yeah so. i thought i was gonna be lonely the whole year i don't want to talk to nobody so what way do y'all feel like that y'all kind of like misunderstood as in what like misunderstood like if even if it's from school at home your parents like which what like, way misunderstood the situation like misunderstood like you just don't get it like you know i always hear parents kids feel like you don't get it you don't understand oh, I relate to that. yeah um you can go first where i would say how i feel and my mom's like are you suicidal what are you trying to say no i gotta put you somewhere i'm like no <laughs> no no way that's not what i mean <laughs> wait take a step back i'm just trying to update you on my mental health Right. It's mm-hmm. not really like, I'm hitting myself later on today. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you it's like, naming your emotions. Like, I'm trying to explain. I feel sad. I feel like I have no motivation. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I don't see a future for myself. Because, honestly, it's hard. And it's, it's a hard question because everybody asks you when you're in high school. Everybody asks you, what do you want to do when you're older? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. dang. Um, I don't you know. really don't know. It's yeah, like you haven't thought about that. I don't see a future. For me, yeah. honestly, I didn't see a future. But me now, I found a passion for cutting hair. I like to cut hair. And it's That's like I put my own style into it. Like, and you can see, I see that help other people make themselves like feel good. good. Like yeah. they feel themselves after a cut. Cause I know everybody. When girls get their hair done, they get their little, they get a little cut. They're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like same thing for dudes. That's true. Hair done, they do it. They're like, oh, well, it makes them feel better. Yeah. So what about what about you, Savannah? Which way, in what ways do you feel like that your your parents or you know you just kind of misunderstood by the outside world? It's kind of hard to talk about, like, like tell your your parent that like you're dealing with these problems and they don't believe you. They just mm-hmm. they just shake it off. Like, no, you're not. Like. Like, I know it's like, because I've been through it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like... You know your feelings. Rude. Your feelings is valid. Yeah. 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 And they just, like, just think one thing of you and that you're just a grown teenager and that you're just being mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, like, you really, like... <laughs> like, they, they sit there and they, like, they put this image on you that... You're you're just being rude or like they like say like you're being rude, you're being disrespectful. It comes out as being disrespectful and rude and you know, and like all that stuff kinda like, you know, all that. Yeah. But in reality it's not like that. It's more so it's like like sometimes it's like when you're going through something and then like like you kinda take your anger out on them or like you take your anger out anger out on the wrong person. And then it just makes you feel even more worse. So it comes out like that, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like the same thing. And like you know that you take your you're taking your anger out on that person. You don't mean to, but it just like it ends up coming out anyway. Yeah, yeah. And like right. you just like 
you you really can't tell your like parent anymore because like they just judge you. Or, so like, do you feel like that it'd be a little bit more easy if if parents was more like welcoming and, and not as like not as like oh my god you don't you know like not really they kind of take your feelings for what it is and mm-hmm. not because it's hard to just like keep this stuff bottled up like yeah and it's not healthy them. it's not it's healthy, not healthy. Mm-hmm. and i think this is why i like that what we're doing right now is because it feels good talking about you know what we're all going through, what we yeah, are, you know, our own battles and stuff like that. And I wish, you know, and I hope that parents, like, you know, take notes and then they end up doing it to their children. Or their That's child. true. That's true. And then true. they end up like, you know, they're like, okay, well, you know, too. Because sometimes it's not, it's not always because parents be like, you know, I try so hard to keep you from that. And then, you know, it ends up happening. And it's not, sometimes parents be feeling really bad and they're like, I did everything right that I possibly can, and it still ended up happening. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the best thing you can do is not feel bad for yourself and just try to, you know, help out your child. What? Just try to help out your child with it and stuff like that. Excuse me, think about the nanny. Ooh. We're not the nanny on here. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. This is my favorite part. Well, it's all my favorite, but this is just, I love getting in y'all heads and t- hearing y'all let us see our younger self. So, Natalie, go first. Let us see your younger self. Dear Natalie, stop trying to please everybody. It's okay to show how you feel to somebody. It's not weak. When you fail, you don't have to give up because you're scared to fail again. You need to let go of everything you're, that is holding you back. Let go of the past. And I know it feels like that's the only thing that pushes you to keep going. But the only way you will be truly happy is by letting go of the bad and letting life bring the good in. I love that. Yeah, that's, I like that. I like that. Okay, so we're going Because you don't ever go. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, love you louder. Dear Savannah, um, don't be so hard on yourself. You don't need to always hold on to the past and you need to just let things go and stop putting people first before you. I like that. And like, even though like the past like made you who you are today, just like, just like don't forget like who you are and where you came from Mm -hmm. and like, like people don't really know who you truly are. Okay. Except like for that. you. I like that. Okay, Kayla. <laughs> Dear Kayla, don't let anyone's thoughts get to you. Remember who you are. I am beautiful. I am smart. I am who I am. I am a strong, beautiful, mixed girl. I love that. Okay, so if you guys want to be featured on my show, if you say you don't know my story podcast at gmail.com. So my Instagram is XOXO underscore. Shorty. Spell it. Shorty or shorty? S-H-O-R-D-I-E-E-E. 17. Okay. So, XOXO underscore shorty 17. Okay. I'll follow you back, Sue. <laughs> okay. Mine is savannah.3x, S-A-V-A-N-N-A-H-H dot 3x. Okay, Natalie. Okay. Simple. I don't know why they do all that. <laughs> Mine's Natalie underscore 149. 
Make cute, sure I'll follow back. Right. <laughs> yeah, make sure they spell your name right. Yes, yeah, spell your name right. N-A-T-A-L-I-E. Okay, thank you guys so much for coming on and being open and honest and vulnerable. I really do feel like that this episode is going to resonate with so many people. So thank you guys. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Love you, mom. Bye. Bye. <laughs> So in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I have t-shirts and um, I have a special t-shirt set aside from the regular Breast Cancer Awareness t-shirts. Um, I designed one specifically for Robbie's mom. So if you guys want to order a t-shirt, go on over to my Instagram and all the details are there. And also, if you guys want to get your listen letters heard on my show, send it in to you don't know my story podcast at gmail.com. That's D-O-N-T, no apostrophe. And also go on over to my Instagram and follow me at You Don't Know My Story Podcast. And also send in those listen letters. I would love to hear you guys' stories and feature a couple on my show. And you may never know, your story can possibly help someone get to get through a very tough time. So I'm excited to hear from you guys and see you next week.